Thanks everyone for coming out Sunday night, Spanish for Utah. Thanks to those who download these talks as podcasts from iTunes. We invite your comments, correspondence, and feedback by emails at utahchristians at gmail.com. We also have a membership class at our website, utahchristians.org. I'd like to thank those who have taken the membership class, become members. Couldn't do what we do without your help and support. Everything's inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Charlie of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Like to talk to you today about second chances. Even as young as most of you are, you still got dreams that you've started to give up on, problems that you don't think are going to turn around. We thought when we joined Krishna Consciousness, we'd be pure devotees within the first six months. It's now been 30 years, and it still seems like we've got a long way to go. We've waited so long, we've made so many mistakes. Too often we accept the way it is now as the way it's always going to be. Well, you say, this is the way Krishna made me. What you see is what you get. Let's get one thing straight tonight. Krishna did not make you lazy, passive, uninspired. We managed to do that all by ourselves. Just because you've given up, that doesn't mean that Krishna's given up on you. He hasn't brought you this far to leave you where you are. What God starts in your life, he's going to finish. You may have had some disappointments. The medical report wasn't good. The business didn't make it during the pandemic. You got laid off your job. You live too far away from any temple or devotees. You're not yet Haridas decor. It may feel like it's over to you, but our message tonight is, look again. I heard about a man who had a fig tree in his vineyard. He went to look for fruit on it, he didn't find any. And so he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and I haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the space? That makes sense, doesn't it? What good is a fruit tree that doesn't bear fruit? Notice that it had been three years that the owner had had the fig tree growing in his vineyard. Today it had yielded zip, nil, zero, nada. And three years is the length of time that it normally takes a fig tree to become an established fruit-bearing tree. That it was not bearing fruit at this point seemed unlikely that it would ever bear fruit. So the owner of the vineyard was making a practical, business-like decision. The tree's taking up room. It's using fertile soil in which another tree might prosper. Cut it down, he says to the man who cared for his vineyard. The man tries to intervene. Sir, leave it alone for one more year. I'll dig around it. I'll fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then we'll cut it down. Obviously, the man who cared for the vineyard saw possibilities in the tree that the owner of the tree could not. The owner could only see a tree that wasn't pulling its weight. But the man who looked after the tree was more familiar with it and believed that the tree deserved another chance. Tonight, Krishna's saying to you, it's been three years or more, nevertheless, 
the dream you've given up on, look again. Krishna's still going to bring it to pass. That child that you thought would never get back on course, look again. He is going to fulfill his destiny. You think you're going to be alone the rest of your life? Look again. Krishna's already lined up someone better than you can imagine. That level of devotion that you've aspired for, look again. It's not over. You've got a second chance. Do your part. Start looking again. Have any of you ever seen the movie Catch Me If You Can? It was an exciting movie based on the true story of Frank W. Abadnale. His role was played in the movie by Leonardo DiCaprio. Frank Sr. was played by, of course, Christopher Walken, who was for a time in serious trouble with the IRS. His wife divorced him, and the resultant breakup of the family had a profound effect on young Frank, who was age 16 at the time. He began acting out his frustration by impersonating adults in several different vocations. He became a substitute teacher, even though he was only of high school age himself at the time. Then he successfully impersonated a Pan Am pilot. <laughs> After that, he impersonated a physician. Yes, medical doctor. How would you like to have a high school kid performing a surgery on you. He also impersonated a lawyer. And he funded these misadventures by passing hundreds and hundreds of fake checks. He succeeded partially because he was careful to dress right. After all, clothes make the man, they say. He possessed a convincing charm, enough charm to acquire information, hotel rooms, flights around the world, and lots and lots and lots of cash. In the film, a determined agent, played by Tom Hanks, tracks Frank across several continents, arrested and sentenced to 12 years in jail. 26-year-old Frank was given a second chance by the government. He was given early release in return for his skill and expertise. As a consultant to the government and thousands of corporations around the world, Frank is now known as one of the world's leading experts on fraud. He's also a polished public speaker, addressing corporations about how to protect themselves from people like him. Frank is a man who could testify, thank God for second chances. Who told you that you're not going to love again? Who told you that you're not going to be healthy again? Who told you you can't accomplish your dream? Who told you you'll never be a pure devotee? That did not come from Krishna, from God. Don't believe those lies. Start looking again. Maybe the loan for the business didn't come through. That teacher over at BYU or in high school seems to have it in for you. The temple president doesn't call you anymore. People don't have the final say. Krishna, God does. Look again. You haven't been able to break the addiction. Now you've just settled and you're learning to live with it. Look again. Freedom, sobriety, wholeness belongs to you. Pure devotional service is your goal. Get your passion back. Stir up your faith. What Krishna or God promised you, it's still going to come to pass. 
There was once a young Brahmin named Ajamil, who was a reservoir of good character and conduct, mild, gentle, always truthful, well-versed in the scriptures, and very pure. Now one day, on the request of his father, Ajamil went to the forest to collect fruit, flowers, and grasses. On the way home, he came upon a very lusty, low-class man embracing and kissing a prostitute. Both of them were drunk. The man was smiling, singing, and enjoying himself shamelessly. The girl's eyes were rolling in intoxication, and her dress had become loose. When Ajumil saw her, the lusty desires in his teenage heart awakened, and in illusion he fell totally under their control. Remembering the instructions of the scriptures, Ajamil tried not to gaze at the woman. He strained to control his lusty desires with the help of his knowledge and intellect, but he failed and as a result lost all good sense. In the days that followed, Ajamil always thought about the girl and within a short time he took her as a servant in his house and abandoned all of his Brahminical principles. Krishna, or God, already knew that Ajamil would stumble in his teenage years. Krishna already knew Ajamil would not be able to resist his teenage hormones any better than most teenagers do. In a similar way, Krishna knew you'd lose that loved one. He knew you'd catch corona. He knew you wouldn't get the promotion. He knew the relationship wouldn't work out. He knew you'd make mistakes, get sidelined temporarily by bad karma. Now he's waiting to see what you're going to do. Are you going to settle there? Think, I'm lonely, but it's okay. I'm barely making it, but hey, I've got a roof over my head. My dreams haven't worked out, but I'm doing good enough. Can I encourage you? not to settle for good enough, not to give up on what Krishna has put in your heart. He has a second chance for you. He's waiting for you to look again. The first chance brought you to where you are. The second chance is going to thrust you into abundance, into great relationships, into divine health, into the fullness of your destiny. Ajamil began spending his inheritance money from his father on various gifts to satisfy the girl. He abandoned his beautiful young wife who came from a very respectable family. Thus, Ajamil spent his long life irresponsibly breaking all the rules and regulations of the scriptures. He became unclean, addicted to forbidden activities. Living extravagantly, he maintained his family by harassing others, cheating, gambling, and theft. Over the 88 years of Ajamil's life, he fathered 10 sons by the prostitute. Ajamil's youngest son, a baby named Narayan, which is a name for Krishna, was naturally very dear to his father and mother. The child's broken language and awkward movements greatly endeared him to old Ajamil, who always looked after him, enjoyed watching his activities. Narayan is a name for God, and thus unintentionally, the old man was always chanting the holy name of the Lord. 
Although he was referring to his son and not the original Narayan, Ajamil was nevertheless becoming purified because the holy names of the Lord are extremely powerful. Always looking after his son and calling his name, Ajamil was unaware that his own life was coming to an end. And as the time of death approached for the foolish Ajamil, he began thinking exclusively of his son, Narayan. Would you agree with me that sometimes the most difficult prayer is the prayer for what hasn't worked out, the prayer for where we failed, the prayer again to have the baby, the prayer again to revive the dream. This is when many people get talked out of Krishna's best. Krishna controls the universe. He can do what we cannot do. You may have had a disappointment. You may have gotten off track for a season. Don't settle where you are. It is said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. If it didn't work out the first time, look again. Didn't work out the second time, look again. Keep looking, keep dreaming, keep praying. You're going to see what Krishna promised you. At the moment of death, Ajamil saw three awkward persons with deformed bodily features, fierce and twisted faces, hair standing erect on their bodies. They were the Yama Dutas, the servants of Yamaraj, the Lord of Death, the Lord of Justice, and they had come to take Ajamil away to the abode of death for suitable punishment. And when Ajamil saw them, he became terrified because of his attachment to the child who was playing a short distance away, he loudly, tearfully shouted out the boy's name, Narayana, Narayana, Hare Krishna. Immediately, the Vishnu Dutas, the servants of the Lord Vishnu, arrived on the spot. Why? Because they'd heard the holy name of their master from the mouth of the Dainajamil who had chanted without offense because he chanted in complete anxiety. And as the Vishnu Dutas arrived, the Yamadutas were right in the process of snatching the subtle body out of the gross body of the dying Ajamil to drag him away. They were outraged. They said, how can you stop us in the whole world? There's no one more deserving of punishment than this guy. He's done every crime in the book. The Vishnu Dutas answered that just by virtue of having once chanted the name of Narayan, all of his sins were counteracted. Although the servants of Yamaraj, the servants of death, have jurisdiction over all sinful beings, the messengers of Vishnu are capable of trumping the orders of Yamaraj and his servants. And you have to know from this story, Krishna can get you back on track, even without your knowing it or willing it. You have to know that Krishna, God, is not limited in any way by what you can or cannot do. Keep looking until the promise comes to pass. The medical report may not be good. Look again. Healing is on the way. 
You don't see how you could get out of debt. Look again. Abundance is in your future. You haven't been able to break the addiction. True, I went to rehab. Look again. I went to counseling. Look again. I prayed and it hasn't happened. Look again. And what you can't see is while you're looking, Krishna or God is behind the scenes, lining up the right people, arranging good breaks, healing, promotion, deliverance. You may be in a drought today. Nothing good has happened in your life for a long time. But the good news is that a rain cloud is starting to form. You've been looking a long time, faithful, doing the right thing. Doesn't seem like it's been doing any good. However, on the horizon, there is the smallest little cloud, which right now is growing bigger, darker, filling up with mercy, filling up with grace, filling up with joy, filling up with peace, and it's moving in your direction. And Krishna's saying, you're about to come in to your second chance. You're about to see a sign. Don't let the smallness of the cloud fool you. It's going to turn into a big downpour. Suddenly an abundance of favor. Suddenly an abundance of breaks. Don't get talked out of it. Don't let negative circumstances, what you don't see changing, convince you to accept as status quo what hasn't worked out. Look again and again and again and again. It's said in the Srimad Bhagavatam, chanting the holy name of the Lord is the best process of atonement for a thief, a drunkard, one who betrays a friend or relative, for one who kills a Brahmin, for one who slaughters cows, and all other sinful men. Simply by chanting the holy names of the Lord, such sinful persons can attract the attention of the merciful Lord. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. If you think you can use a little mercy in your life, chant one more time with me. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Rama. The Vishnu Dudas backed off the Yamadudas, saying to them, at the time of death, Ajamil very loudly chanted the holy name of the Lord. That chanting has already freed him from all the reactions to his sins. Therefore, O servants of death, do not try to take him to your master for punishment. One who chants the names of the Lord is immediately freed from the reactions of unlimited sins, even if he chants indirectly to indicate something else, jokingly, for musical entertainment, or even neglectfully. This conclusion is accepted by all the learned scholars of the scriptures. If one chants the names of Krishna and then dies because of an accidental misfortune, one is immediately absolved from every to enter into hellish life, even though he's sinful. Hare Krishna. And when you keep looking, you're saying, Krishna, I know, Lord, that you're bigger than this moral fall down. I know that you're bigger than this sickness. I know that you're greater than this addiction. I know you are more powerful than this opposition. I believe you're restoring health back to me. I believe I will lend and not borrow. I believe for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We're asking you to stir up your faith. 
what you've given up on, promises that you've let go of, dreams that you think are too far gone, can I encourage you, start believing again. Krishna still has a plan to bring them to pass. That marriage you tried to save and it didn't work out, look again. You were turned down for that promotion, it wasn't fair, look again. Krishna has something even better. That season of addiction, you lost so much time, look again, Krishna has cleanliness and sobriety for you once again. Someone walked out of a relationship, they did you wrong, that's not how your story ends. Look again. There's another chapter, a new beginning with someone better than you've ever dreamed of. You wouldn't be alive today unless Krishna had something amazing out in your future. Here it is said further in the Srimad Bhagavatam. If a person unaware of the effective potency of a certain medicine takes that medicine, it will act even without his knowledge because the medicine's potency does not depend on the patient's understanding. Similarly, even though one does not know the value of chanting the holy name of the Lord, if one chants knowingly or unknowingly, the chanting will be very effective. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Having heard the conversation between the Yamadudas and the Vishnududas, Ajamil could now understand his relationship with God. Furthermore, since Ajamil had heard their glorification of Krishna, he had become a perfectly pure devotee and as such could remember all of his past sinful activities which he greatly regretted having performed. Now, there was a time in our past when Krishna gave you the high ground, when you used to be excited about your future. You used to be excited about the difference that you were going to make in the world. You used to tell people you were going to do great things. But since a long time, you haven't felt any movement. You don't see any sign of it happening. You don't see how you'll start that mission, how you'll get well, or how your marriage will make it. You don't see how you'll keep that business going during the pandemic. That dream feels like it's stillborn, like it's not alive anymore. And if you're feeling something on the inside tonight, the reason that your faith is rising is because something's springing up inside of you. Your baby is still alive. Your dream is still alive. Your baby is now kicking. With Krishna, nothing is impossible. What he started, he's going to finish. It's not too late. You're not too old. You haven't missed too many opportunities. It is said because of a moment's association with pure devotees of the Lord, Ajamil was able to detach himself with determination from the material conception of life. Freed from all material attraction, he immediately started for the holy city of Hardwar in the foothills of the Himalayas on the banks of the Ganges River. And in Hardwar, Ajamil stayed at a Krishna temple he performed loving devotional service, LDS, Bhakti Yoga. He controlled his senses, fully applied his mind in the service of the Lord. When his intelligence and his mind were fixed on the form of the Lord, Ajamil then saw before him the four celestial messengers of Vishnu. He recognized them as the same four that he'd seen previously on his deathbed 
offered his respects, bowed down before him. At that time, he gave up his material body and emerged in his original effulgent spiritual form, which was just suitable for him being an associate of the Lord. This is the result of perfection in Krishna consciousness. After giving up the material body, one is immediately transferred to the spiritual world in one's original spiritual form to become an associate of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It's described, accompanied by the Vishnu Dutas, Ajamil boarded a golden airplane that took him through the airways directly to the abode of the Supreme Lord Krishna. Although he had been destined to be carried away to hell by the Yamadudas, Ajamil had been saved by the Vishnu Dutas and was able to go back to home, back to Godhead, because he chanted the holy names of the Lord at the time of his death. Therefore, if a person faithfully and inoffensively chants the holy name of the Lord, who can doubt that it will return back to home, back to God? The story of how Ajamil was given a second chance has been described in the sixth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. His story has inspired millions and millions of souls throughout the ages. In the Bhagavad Gita, fourth chapter, tenth verse, Krishna says, Vita Raga Vyakroda Manmaya Marapashara Bhavoganatapasham Putam Mad Bhavmagata. Many, many persons, not just one or two or six or fifty or hundred, many hundreds of thousands of persons by practicing bhakti yoga, Krishna consciousness, chanting the names of the Lord, association with devotees, taking purified vegetarian food offered to the Lord in love and devotion. It says, Bahavo Tapashat. Many, many hundreds of thousands, even millions, have become purified by serving the Lord and transferred from this world of birth, death, disease, and old age back to home, back to God. Can we encourage you? You're not lagging. You haven't missed the plane. You're right on schedule. Your dream is coming. Your healing is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Your abundance is coming. You didn't think it could happen. You had setbacks. You had delays. People coming against you. No one supporting you. Our message today is get ready. That baby, that dream is not dead. It's still alive. Not only that, you're about to give birth. This is a new day. Krishna's breathing in your direction in a new way. Going to give you favor that you've never had. Coming into an anointing of ease where things are going to fall into place. Krishna's going to vindicate you for what wasn't fair. Right now, he's preparing a table for you in the very presence of your enemies. You may not see how it could happen. Krishna has all kinds of ways that we've never thought of. Favor of Krishna is going to cause you to go where you could not go on your own. You're going to accomplish dreams for which you didn't have the talent, the connections, the experience. Doors are going to open that you couldn't open on your own. Opportunity is going to track you down. That's stirring in your spirit. That's your baby kicking. That's a sign that what Krishna promised you is still alive. Now keep your faith stirred up. Live with this expectancy. What Krishna started in your life, he's going to finish. Is there something that you've given up on? Does it look like it could never happen now? Been too long. Missed too many opportunities. Look again. Krishna would not have given you the dream in the first place if he wasn't still, even now, planning on bringing to pass. Don't talk yourself out of it. Dare to say, Krishna, 
I can't see clearly. My dreams haven't come to pass yet. Krishna, you've blessed me. I'm grateful, but I'm asking for the fullness of my destiny. I'm asking for the dreams that you put in me as a child. I'm asking to become all and everything you've created me to be. And when you're honest with Krishna, when you're bold enough to ask, get ready for that second chance. Get ready for Krishna to make things happen that you couldn't make happen. I heard about a young couple. They had a baby with severe autism. For years, she never talked or communicated in any way. All through the day, she would flail her arms and have uncontrollable meltdowns. At seven years old, the authorities tried to convince the parents to put her in a special home. They told her there was no chance of the girl improving. She had no comprehension of the love that the parents were showing her. They were basically wasting their time. The parents, to their credit, wouldn't hear of it. They kept speaking faith over their daughter and telling her how much they loved her, how special she was, how she was going to do great things. At 11 years old, never having communicated, she sat down at a computer and typed these words. I have autism, but this is not who I am. I am cute, funny. Dad, I love that you're always there for me to hold my hand and pick me up when I fall. They realized that she had understood them the whole time. At 14, she wrote her first novel. She continues today to defy the odds, doing things she was told she could never do. How is that? Krishna has the final say. Sometimes it seems that what Krishna has promised us has died. It's been too long. All the circumstances seem to say there's no way it could happen. But Krishna is saying to you tonight, just trust him. He still has a way. You may have dreams that you've given up on, promises that you think no way they could happen now. The good news is they're not dead. They're just asleep. Krishna is about to wake up what you thought was dead, about to bring to life dreams you've given up on, promises he put in you as a child he's about to bring to pass. Now do your part. Look again. Start believing again. Get your hopes up again. If you'll do this, dreams are waking up right now. Opportunities you once thought were lost are going to circle around, cross your path again. A rain cloud is starting to form. You're going to see a downpour of Krishna's goodness, an abundance of Krishna's favor, a flood of Krishna's healing, breakthroughs, joy, the fullness of your destiny in this life and next life. Go back to home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.